You're listening to the Break Free Podcast, where we show up, tell the truth, and do the work so that we can live God's best for our lives. Let's jump right in. I'm so excited about today's episode of the Break Free Podcast. National Mentoring Day is tomorrow, and I thought it was only right to have my mentees, Jessica and Julia, here with me today. Welcome, ladies. Hey. <laughs> How are you? Good. I'm doing well. You look fabulous. Thank you. So do you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So let's jump right into this episode. Julia, just tell the story of how we met and just give our listeners a little bit of info about the season of life you were in when we connected and how I became your mentor. Oh, gosh. So the season of life I was in, I guess if I could sum it up, I would just say confusion. I knew that God had called me to ministry, but I I had no idea how to make the transition. I was serving. I was waiting tables at the time. I absolutely hated doing it. And I couldn't connect the dots. So I'm like, how do I get from here to where you're calling me to be? And I just started praying and asking God, I need you to send me some help. I need a mentor. I literally just started praying for it. I really need a mentor in my life. And years later, as I was uh, waitressing somewhere, a guy says, "Um, have you been praying for a mentor? I was waiting on his table um, serving him. I say, yes. He said, a mentor is coming for you. I said, oh, wow. Five years later, (laughs) I am looking for writing jobs because I'm now writing. And I come across the profile of this dynamic woman. And I'm like, oh, this is her. And I, I just knew, I just knew that it was you. I was looking at what your profile said. It was like, she's a coach. She's this. I'm like, wait, I want to be a coach. Wait, I want to do podcasts. I was like, wait a minute. This is her. So I applied for the writing job. And it's so funny because we're, there's an interview where everybody's talking about their credentials. It's like me and three or four other people. And everybody's like, yeah, because I went to school for journaling and I did this. You're talking about when I was doing the group interview for the content creator. Correct. Okay. Yes. You were doing the group interview for the content creator and everybody else is giving their credentials and why they qualify. And my silly self, I'm just like, you're my mentor. I'm supposed (laughs) to be working with you. What's like Elijah and Elisha? I'm supposed to be with you. And no credentials. No, this is why I should work with you just just you supposed to be my mentor. And thank God, here I am though. Oh my gosh. You know, you've told me this story um, before parts of it. I do not remember the part about the guy um, at your job telling you that, that a mentor was coming your way. Yes. And I, you know, laughed when you said five years later, because we know that's how God does this sometimes, right? It's like, you're, you're getting married. Look, a decade later, right? Right, you say I do, you know, right? Um, but his his ways are not our ways, and his timing is definitely most times not in alignment with our timing in any way. Yes. That's like a beautiful story, and I do remember that group interview, and I remember thinking, like, God, um, yeah, you didn't have the credentials, you weren't really answering any of my questions or anything. You had your hoodie on. Remember, you had like a hoodie on, like over your head. That. Yes, you were like sunken down. And I remember after it, um, I knew there was something different about you, but not for the role. I wasn't thinking like for the role, right? And so I remember I hired someone else. I hired yes. someone else first. 
And then the Holy Spirit was dealing with me and was like, you need to um, reach out to the other young lady. I want you to hire her or bring her on your team. And I was like, but why? <laughs> why am I doing this? I need somebody who can just do what I'm saying, you know? Right. But it it was really God. It was a God thing. And it was it's been one of the best things, honestly, of my life and my business, right? Having you here with me, Julia, has been serving me um, and being mentored through that um, through that service for like almost two years now, right? Mm-hmm. About two years. Can you believe it? And so that's fantastic. Um, Jessica, would you like to share a little bit about how we met? I can. Um, oh, wow. We met at a bank. Bank of America. In, yeah, yeah, Bank of America um, back in 2013. And I would never forget because I was at an ATM with a customer. And I saw you behind us running. you like, you just got to keep on going. You got to keep on going. Your hair was all over your head. And you're like, I'm going to get my hair done, but I got to get this workout in. And you just got to keep on going. You got to keep on going. And I said, okay, okay. <laughs> And we just kept running to, uh, running into each other at the bank. Um, then we ran into each other at um, church a couple of times, a few times, um, at an event at church. And I'm like, okay, this is happening for a reason. It's no longer Bank of America, but it's outside of Bank of America. And then one day, I'm like, okay, God, I need help. Like, I need help. And you came, Ashley, you coached me, and I left for a year, and I... I'm like, okay, God, I need help again because something didn't take. I didn't follow instructions, didn't know the rules or something. And um, <laughs> and my son said your name in prayer, and I knew it was God. He said your first and your last name. We were both on our knees, and I said, Caden, pray for someone. And he said, Ashley Winston and Conor McGregor. <laughs> And that's when I, yes. The boxer? The MMA fighter? Yes, yes. And that's when I reached out to you and the rest is history. I'm here with you. You cannot get rid of me. (laughs) Yeah, you have been with me ever since, really. (laughs) Yes. that's Isn't that amazing how God works and answers our prayers when we are just wholeheartedly reaching out to him? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Send me somebody, you know, send me some help. He's so faithful. I love those stories because it just shows you like, how God is working in all of our lives all at the same time. And he orchestrates yes. it for a perfect time, a set time for us to come together. And um, I'm thankful for you all being obedient, right? Because sometimes we hear God or we think God is saying something, but we don't follow through. And I'm thankful that I obey God because had I not, I wouldn't have anything to share with you all if I hadn't started you know, pursuing what he was telling me to do years before you all came into my life. So... That's awesome. Julia, in your opinion, what are some of the key benefits that you've experienced from having a mentor? Um, One of the key benefits for me was having someone outside of my own level of thinking, my own circle, my own level that could see into where I am and give me an outside perspective of it. Because um, in my personal life, well, I guess most people, but in my personal life, I didn't have anybody that was like outside of my level. So everything that I was doing, the way that I conversed with people, the things that I thought, the way my relationships were, 
it was normal to every person that I knew because that's also how they operated. So one of the benefits for me was coming in contact with someone who didn't operate in that way and didn't communicate that way and didn't think that way that was able to bring me outside of the box that I was in and say, hey, there's a higher level that you can operate in that isn't like this. And if I didn't have that, if I didn't have you doing that for me, I honestly don't know where I would have gotten it from because everybody else around me was just as comfortable as I was. So it took someone else to say, hey, you can. there's a different way that you can do that. There's a different way you can think about that. So that really helped me. Julia, how were you able to... You know, you said everybody around you wasn't like you. Mm-hmm. So where did the the willingness and the courage come from to let someone in who was not like everything you knew and not like everything you were familiar with? Because oftentimes we don't do that. We stick with the familiar and we sabotage our futures or, you know, we we allow ourselves to stay stuck in our comfort zone, which ends up being kind of like a cage, but you didn't do that. You chose courage and you opened your mouth and you stuck it out. Even I watched you in times where I challenged some of, you know, your thought patterns and behaviors and things like that. And you just kept on going. Where did that tenacity come from? Um, To be honest, I feel like I always wanted what God had for me more than I wanted everything else. So eventually I just, it became more important. It was greater than anything else that was happening. As I've told you this story before, I went a decade, literally over a decade searching for my purpose. Um, So when I finally, God finally told me what it was or what he called me to do, it was like, yes, I finally know. So when he, in addition to that, brought somebody, he answered my prayer. I said, okay, you've called me to do this. I need help to do it. And then here comes the help to do it. It's like, it doesn't really matter what's going on here or how hard the conversations are, how difficult it is. I want to get to purpose. I want to live in purpose. I've lived outside of it already and I hated it and I never felt fulfilled. I don't want to go that route. I know what's over there. So I don't have any other choice but to go this way. I love it. So you had a made up mind. And that reminds me of um, one of the chapters in the Break Free book where I talk about how bad do you want it, right? Because I, I like what you said, like, I knew my past already. I knew what that had to offer me. I already knew what my environment had to offer me. And I didn't want that anymore. That's so good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Jessica, switching over to you, what skills or expertise um, do you feel like you've gained through mentorship or improved through mentorship? I would say my work ethic. Um, You taught me a work ethic that I knew not of. Like, I'm like, what what are we doing? We're doing what? At what time? And when? (laughs) so I thought like at a certain time you just stop but no you keep going until the job is complete you don't wait for you like you say you don't put off what you can do today for tomorrow and so the I would say work ethic just get the job done right and um before mentorship like how were you working what would you say your work ethic was like 
Well, I worked in in at a bank. And so once you left, that was it. You know, and so um, working for yourself is different because you're always working. So that was a huge transition for me because I was I went from a nine to five to working all the time. And so even when I was working for myself before I came to you or transitioned to you, it was okay, time to stop. No, you keep going until the job is complete. And so I learned that from you and I actually got the results that I needed even in my business and even working or serving you. It was amazing. Thank you for sharing that work ethic. Yeah, I think um, Jessica, you know, she made the transition from working in, you know, working at the bank to becoming a full-time entrepreneur. She's involved in real estate and has some other endeavors going on now, right? And so, yeah, that transition from working where people kind of create the structure for you and then you having to do it for yourself is a big leap to make. You have to manage yourself. What are you, when are you taking a break? And being an entry-level entrepreneur, you're right. You are working all the time in order to get your, you know, your business to get some legs up under it so that you can take a break for a minute. Um, when you say you work until you get the job done, I know we've had many talks about this, about um, when we first met and we started working together, right? You had a tendency to leave things incomplete, right? Yes. Finishing things was very challenging for you, right? You would work up to a certain point. And then like <laughs> just disappear, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think many people listening can relate to that, right? They start things, mm -hmm. but don't really finish them. And now I've observed you, you know, really, like you said, working until the job is done. Yes. <laughs> so tell me what that process has been like for you internally. Internally, it has actually encouraged me to keep going. When I see the results... Um, that I, when I see the results of the finished project, the finished job, um, completing an actual task and not waiting until like next week or next month or even a whole year <laughs> to get something complete that I should have in a month, 30 days. And so it actually feels good. You don't feel overwhelmed. You're doing everything when you need to do it. That's good. You know, it goes both ways, right? You guys are listening to me, but I'm also listening and learning from you all the time, right? So Julia, what do you think has helped us maintain strong and effective communication in our mentorship? I would have to say vulnerability. And that's actually something that I learned in the mentorship and that I did not come in the mentorship with. But because um, when we're closed off and when I'm not open to tell you what's happening with me or to be able to share my feelings or to communicate with you or um, just to be open with you, you can't help me. Um, you can because you're gifted in that way, but not to the extent that you could if I was fully open and fully available for you to help me and not closed off. So that has really helped me to be able to receive the benefits of being mentored is vulnerability so that you can actually help me and give me the help that I need. That's good. And I think, you know, that that goes both ways because I have to be vulnerable and willing to share things with you, right? Share, yes, my wins, but what some may say are also failures. I really don't think that we have 
you know, a ton of really failures because God uses it all and you end up in victory somehow because of his grace. But you know what I mean, right? The many times that I have bumped my head (laughs) right on the wall again and again in certain areas where I had to learn the hard way, you know, being being willing to be transparent, right? And and share with you also. So I love that. I agree with you 100% vulnerability and it's helped us to build um build trust. Um Jessica, what do you feel like has helped our communication and and, and helped us, you know, work together? Um I think it's honesty or it has been honesty. Um, I think at one point I wasn't honest with myself, so I couldn't even be honest with you. And you helped me a lot <laughs> with being honest with myself. And you're like, why are you saying that? Like, even with you holding me accountable in that area, like, why are you saying that? That's not true. And so it would make me think of it like, okay, why am I performing for my mentor who's here to help me? So I would say honesty. The more honest I was with you, the more you helped me. That's good. You said, why am I performing for my mentor? Talk about that because if you were coming into the mentorship performing for me, Mm -hmm. that means you were probably doing it in other relationships. I think I know what you mean Mm -hmm. by saying that, but could you elaborate for our listeners? I can. I think I um, was so immune to a culture at work um, of stage on, stage off type of thing where I didn't know who I was anymore. It was when I was at work, it was stage on for your clients. And even when you left, it was like, okay, what's happening now? So I think for so long, I went through that Um, or even experienced that phase of my life that I didn't know who I was. I I didn't know how to be true to myself. Like, it was like um, the movie The Mask. Mask on, mask off. Like, who are you today? Like, why are you performing? (laughs) Somebody stop me. (laughs) Exactly. Somebody somebody stop me me (laughs) from the performance. Yes. 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 And so um, you helped a lot with that. Praise God. Yes. Thank you for your transparency, ladies. Um, I appreciate it. And I know that the people who are listening um, appreciate you as well. So let's talk about spiritual growth um, for a little bit. Julia, I know when you came to me, you had just wrapped up Bible school, right? And so you came to me as a Bible scholar. And I know that I challenged you on some of the I challenged you on the gap between what the knowledge you had and practical application and the wisdom I think that was missing and necessary for you to actually walk out the things that you learned about in school. Um, That's my observation and perspective. Um, What do you think? I definitely agree with that, that you made it very practical for me. But what you also did for me was you introduced me to God. Mm. Um, so it was practical, but I feel like before meeting you, I knew God through the scripture, my knowledge of the scripture. But I feel like what you did was bring me, ushered me into an actual relationship with God himself. 
And that was the big difference for me. And you did it in practical ways because you broke down, um, if you can say church culture, church lingo, things that we assume that we should all know because we're all Christians, that we should know what it means to go deeper in the Lord, or we should know what it means to seek his face. You know, these terms that we use, that we assume other people know because they're also Christians, you broke those things down. This is what it means to seek the Lord. This is what it means to go in deeper and gave me practical steps on how I could actually do that to develop a real relationship with God versus read the Bible. It's in the Bible. Read the scripture. You you showed me, coached me on how to have an authentic relationship with God where I could actually know him outside of scripture. What were the results of that in your life? What it what was different? What did you see change? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> in short, every single thing. You know what? And I don't think I've ever told you this. I used to say something to me and my best friend. I used to always say, if my life was a crime scene and they came looking for the fingerprints, I only want them to find God's. Meaning like, I don't want to have anything to do with anything in my life. I want his hand, his fingerprint on every single thing. When they come to dust, it's just God's fingerprints all over my life. And that's what I feel like that did. In my finances, God's fingerprints are there. In my marriage, they're there. In my relationships, they're there. Uh, the way that I communicate, the way that I work, the way that I pray, everywhere his fingerprints are there. And they weren't there before I met you. I, I can say that with full assurance. I know they weren't there. And now they are. They're all over the place. I see him in everything I do. Uh, even learning how to communicate with God. Oh my God, the epiphany that God can talk to you through anything opened up a world of communication between me and God that I never even knew existed. Like what? God can talk to me outside of the scriptures? Like that in itself opened up a whole realm of communication and a true authentic relationship between me and him that I never had. So my whole entire life changed. Everything changed. Well, yeah, I just to elaborate a little bit, um, you know, as it relates to God speaking outside of the scriptures, right? God can reveal things to you in any way that he wants to because he's God. But oftentimes, right, he's dwelling with us according to how he made us and according to, you know, what we're called to do. So God will speak to you through movies, through music, through social media. Like he's not limited to your 15 minute devotional time that you have where you're reading, you know, your Bible plan and you have your journal that he's a big God. He can speak to you through nature, through um, animals. Like it's just amazing. And I think the more open you are to um, expecting him to communicate with you, the more that he will, because it's fun. If you ever really get into like, you know, having real intimacy with God, you really discover his character and how funny <laughs> you guys have seen some things, right. In working with me um, in, in mentorship and in business, right. How God will reveal himself. And it's comical, you know, yes. and, and he's so intentional and loving. So thank you so much for sharing that, Julia, Jessica. Um, what do you think one of the biggest challenges um, was that you faced and had to overcome 
in the process of being mentored? Being open-minded and not being stubborn. I was so stubborn. Oh my gosh. It's a little bit, (laughs) I was so stubborn. (laughs) I really had to overcome myself. Really? Like you, you helped me so much. Like it's you versus you, like get it together. Like having a street fight with yourself. And it really is. You're, you're in control. Like you create this, like it's up to you. If you want it, get it. Like you said, make up your mind. And so um, I would really say uh, my stubborn ways, like being stuck in my ways. So let's say, you know, we just had one of our talks where I'm challenging your perspective, right? And for you to be open so that you can actually hear what the spirit of God wants to say to you, right? And you're open to doing things differently so you can get different results. Let's say we just had one of those talks. How were you... um, because I'm sure somebody listening right now, they have a mentor, they have a coach, they have somebody, mm-hmm. father, parents, whoever, f- friend, talking mm-hmm. to them, but they're still stuck, right? In the process of their hearing, but not doing. Right. So how was that for you? Did you just hear and then just do what I said? Or like, what was that process like? I would say when I had an ear to hear and I wasn't stuck in my ways, I immediately implemented what you told me, because if I waited any longer on any instructions or any advice that you would give me, um, I would become overwhelmed. I would forget the information. Um, I would be lost and stuck all over again. So the key to that is implementing right away just execute. That's good. What other, um, cause you kind of just gave our listeners some advice, right? Which I like mm-hmm. you're saying when you get information, execute right away. I read somewhere, um, an, someone in the, like the mastermind, you know, um, space, business space that like, you can mm-hmm. tell how successful someone's going to be based off how quickly they implement the information mm-hmm. you give them. I think it's true because you understand the urgency, right? Um, and you understand the value of yes. the information that you're receiving and that, especially if God is using someone to minister to you, that it's it's coming from him, right? If you know that yes. and, and you that's been proven in your prayer time, mm-hmm. et cetera, then how important it is because he's trying to get your attention so that he can move you in a certain direction. What other advice would you give our listeners as it relates to um either getting a mentor, being mentored, or, you know. Always seek God first because he'll bring that person or that information to you. Just like I said before, like, I asked God for help. I need help. I need help. And Ashley and I kept running to each other and didn't know why. Um, I think we, like, chuckled each and every time it happened. But um, I was reading a note um, in the book she sign to me break free book it says god has a plan and he actually he absolutely does and he has a plan in this and so when you ask him for help he'll bring the help um so just keeping god first because he'll he'll bring the right people to you and i thank god that you were my help at the time i'm at i asked for it he's faithful if you draw mm-hmm. near to him he will draw near to you julia so- what would you say is the most memorable advice or insights that you've gained from our mentorship? One of the the most memorable 
pieces of advice, which I have like a whole treasure chest of those, is that light and darkness don't mix. Um, I think that was one of the biggest ones for me is that God is light and he doesn't mix with darkness. And I was drawing closer to God in my relationship with him. But what I didn't realize at the time is that I wanted to keep the darkness. And it's like, get closer to me, but don't don't shine too bright over here. I don't want I don't want the light because I also want my darkness at the same time. So that was one of the biggest things for me is realizing that um, they don't dwell together and that the closer that I get to him and the brighter that he shines, that the darkness will be revealed so that it can be uprooted so that I can be more like him. So that was one of the biggest things for me. And I, I think about that often, that they, they don't go together. And is this light or is this darkness? And just it helps me to think about it just in my in my choices, in my in my daily life. It helps me to think about that and consider that. And even when God is doing a process and something is happening in me, it just helps to remind me, oh, this is just God's goodness. He just wants you to reflect his light. He's just trying to get the darkness out because prior, like you said, when I came out of Bible college and stuff, you couldn't tell me I wasn't light and that I wasn't fully light. Yes, you had a lot of... <laughs> you couldn't tell me that everything in me wasn't mm-hmm. like I realized that like no and giving him the opportunity to shine the light in me and realize there's darkness there but I'm here to help you with that so that was that was a big one for me you know there's a process that we have to endure and submit to in order to get to the transformation yeah. and that's really the goal of salvation is to be transformed And so that's much deeper than reading scripture that's rooted in obedience. Yeah. You know, when you think about turning on a light switch, the darkness goes away. Right. And so I think that's one of the things we would talk about is like, we don't fight, you know, darkness in our house with more darkness in our marriages or in our friendships and stuff like, you know, darkness, the works of the flesh, whatever. The idea is to be light allow the darkness to disappear because you are shining. Yes. And it's really been ladies, an absolute um, honor and privilege just just to see how God has been working in our, um, in our relationships um, individually and collectively as a community, right. Of women. And um, he's just been so faithful. Jessica, is there any memorable advice or insights um, that you want to share before we close today? Memorable insights. I would say the biggest thing um, is doing the work. The first time I came to you, um, you coached me through everything. you like, oh, wonderful. And then I didn't even do the work. You coached me through everything. You said, just do the work. And I did not do the work. I didn't finish what I, what I started. And so being mentored by you, I'm finishing the work. And I thank God for that. I'm, I'm actually doing the work that's necessary um, to get me to the next level. That's good, right? And of course, because we're on the Break Free podcast, that's perfect. Because this <laughs> is the place where we show up, tell the truth, and do the work. Do the work. <laughs> so that we can live God's best for our lives. Yes. And so, Jessica, can you just share a little bit about what that work has looked like for you? Um, late nights and early mornings. that's what it's looked like for me. Um, I did not do that before. It was, um, okay, I don't feel like it and I'm going to stop. 
But now it's, no, I'm going to keep going until it's done. Or I want it this bad, so I'm going to keep going. It goes back to you running when we first met. <laughs> One of the first times we met and you said, you just got to keep going. You got to keep going. And so... Um, I guess yeah. that's where unstoppable just, comes from, huh? Because God gave exactly. me it. I don't know. Because life, listen, yes. it's going to try you, right? It's going to try you. So no, no, none of us are exempt from trials and, and tribulation and struggles right. and pain, all that. It's just how we respond. Right. Right. A lot of times when you hear successful people and they're interviewed, you know, in Hollywood or, you know, business gurus or whatever, they ask, like, you know, how did you do this or whatever? And they just said, I, I didn't stop. Right. It's not that it wasn't hard. It's not that, right, um, life didn't try me. I just didn't quit. Right. I just didn't quit. Jessica, that's good. You've mentioned that a few times um, during today's episode about that you finished. But what else has the work looked like? Because I think a lot of times we assume we know what that work is like because you're speaking to um, transformation, Right. Your right. life being transformed, business being transformed. You went from working a job, you're an entrepreneur. That's a lot of transformation, right? Mm -hmm. um, so what other work are you having to do when you say early mornings? And like, what is that? Like, are you journaling? Mm -hmm. Like, what, what, what are you doing on your own that's coming out of um, the conversations and the time that, you know, God allows us to be together? I think the most important thing is getting rest and actually taking care of yourself. I didn't know that before I met you. That's something that I've definitely learned from you. You're like, Jess, you're like all over the place because you need rest. And I'm like, rest, what's that? I don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, I don't get rest. And so, because um, you need it mentally, physically, um, and emotionally, like even resting in God, just resting in the work that he's doing in you. And around you. That's so true because that's one of the things that I really had to learn that, you know, the more God moves me along in life and business mm -hmm. is that he really can't work in my soul when I'm restless. So I have to spend the time with him and, you know, prayer or whatever. But then I got to take a nap because he's doing a work in me. Right? right. And sometimes we're quenching the work that the Holy Spirit wants to do because we're just too busy. And so mm -hmm. what I think is fascinating about what you shared today is you were always doing work, but you were never getting anything done. Hello. <laughs> that part right there. Yes. And so I think exactly. many can relate to that because sometimes we confuse, you know, activity um, with results. And it's like, you can be doing a whole lot of thinking. You can be doing a whole lot of activities, mm -hmm. but you're not getting the outcomes you want in your life because there's still a work that God needs to do in you to make sure that even what you're doing is going to work. Hello. Yes. And so thank you for sharing that because that definitely pinpoints what I mean by what is the work. Yes. Because I think sometimes we underestimate how challenging it really is to become who you're called to be. It takes enormous courage. And I think sometimes we underestimate it because we glamorize entrepreneurship, this and that, but oh yeah, it's work, you know? And some yes. people say, oh, it doesn't take all that. Oh yes, honey, it's going to take all of that. <laughs> it does. It takes all of that and some. And so I'm so proud of you ladies. Um, thank you so much for for being with me today to celebrate National Mentoring Day, which I said is tomorrow. 
Um, I love you ladies so much. And I just know that your future is super bright. If you enjoy the Break Free podcast and want to stay connected to Ashley, subscribe to her email list by going to theashleywinston.com and receive the number one secret to overcoming obstacles and creating a life you love for free. Within this secret, you'll discover many keys to advancing your personal and professional goals and enjoy gaining the clarity that moves you forward at warp speed. Become a part of the Break Free family by signing up today and getting the inspiration you need to reach your next level of unstoppable. Stay up to date with Ashley's latest episodes and be the first to know about new offers, products, services, and events. Simply visit theashleywinston.com 